Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Hey, how is it going? And happy Thursday. Kalen Patterson, Midwest Mouthful P4P Real Talk in your eardrums. Yeah, listen to that maybe five, six times a day. And also like us because, you know, we like you. But anywho, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. And if you, yes, you natty drug-free athlete, are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive, you guys like what is right. Like a Mack truck. Because we like ice cream. Yeah. And the snake of the sprinkles. And the chocolate way for the win. Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now, let us chit chat with the banter. Hello, Desiree. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing on this fine? Can you believe February is almost half over? I mean, it, it is, is but it isn't. It is February, and next week we are going to be halfway through the month. Yeah. And that's Can just kind of mind-blowing to me. Can you feel the love tonight? There you go. So, just, somebody's crinkling paper. Yeah, what's going on? And now we're not. <laughs> and now we're not. And now we're not. Yeah, there we go. So last last Tuesday, or this Tuesday, I should say, on our last show, we were talking about managing your diet, if you will, around special occasions, or more or less how some folks did not manage their diet during the Super Bowl, yeah. and it was kind of detrimental, but they're back on track, and so just some tips around that, and so tonight... We are going to be talking about a diet of a different sort, and we've kind of alluded to this, touched on it, danced around the periphery of the diet that we're talking tonight several times over the last, I would say, several months. But tonight, we are actually going to dive into it, like deep dive. So get your papers out, get your pencils out, because I guarantee this is going to be something a topic that you have never heard of before unless you already read it in Iron Man magazine. And if that's the case, then I have no more thunder. But if you haven't read about the light diet, which is what we're going to talk about tonight in Iron Man magazine, then you are in for a treat. Get ready to have your mind blown. Dr. Peter, say hello, introduce yourselves, give us a little background. And then we're going to chit-chat with the banter. Well, good evening, everybody. Um, I am Dr. Peter Chahansky. Um, great to be back on the show. It's, um, it's always great to talk to you guys and, and talk about some different things that some people have heard of and some people haven't. But it is my passion to learn as much information as I can, deep science, and <clears throat> take it and apply it to myself first as the head lab rat in my office, as my patients are all my little guinea pigs. And we uh, dive in, and uh, I take it and, and, and use it to prep for bodybuilding competitions. I'm a uh, 57-year-old professional natural bodybuilder and have been competing. Uh, well, this year will make my fifth decade that I will be competing nice. in a bodybuilding show. So 1981 is my first show. And I am using all of this information, a lot of the stuff we're talking about, we will talk about tonight is one of my big secrets that I've been using over the last two or three years. Um, and it's, I think, giving me an edge. So um, everybody's ready to have an edge out there, hopefully, if uh, they kind of learn some of this stuff and maybe apply it to themselves. And not only in sports, but in life and in health. And because I am a health optimization practitioner first and foremost, and that is um, my mission, to help everybody reach a state of optimal health. All right, fantastic. And congratulations. Five decades competing. That's a that's a feat to uh to be recognized for sure. Not to mention I mean, no wonder you were inducted into the INBA TNBA Hall of Fame this yes. last year also at the Olympia. So that's uh that's pretty awesome. 
That is pretty yeah, awesome. Quite an honor. And so, and so uh, an the honor. last time you were with us, it is an honor, and we touched on that the last time you were with us, but we also talked about another one of your trade secrets, and that was the grounding sleep mat, which, by the way, Corey and I have what? been testing out. I know. Yeah. So, and guys, go. You're gonna to have to go to the archives. I'm not getting into what the grounding sleep mat is, but it's there. Look for Peter Chahonsky. Cic. Cic. H o n s k i. Check the archives. It's there, but it's basically tapping into the Earth's natural electrical field for your health. Yeah, we do talk about sci-fi type things with Dr. Peter but it's always good food for thought and broadening your horizon. So we are going to do our best with these topics to, you know, be, be clear, share them in a, share the information in a clear manner. Hopefully that everyone can track with us and, you know, ask questions and just learn more. But um, if we have time, I'll talk more about the sleep grounding mat or the grounding sleep mats. But tonight we are talking about, the light diet, and, you know, when we say diet, you're prone to think about things that you eat or that you put into your mouth, but this diet, it's not like that because we're actually talking about light, as in the light that the sun gives off or the light that you have when you flip the light switch, and so you can't really, you can't really eat that, but we're going to talk about how the body utilizes that, and as Dr. Peter was saying um, is one of his trade secrets when it comes to building muscle. So all of our natties out there and all of our gym goers who like to strength train, take a listen and, you know, maybe we'll walk away with something that can give us all a little bit of an advantage in the gym. So Dr. Peter, at its very basic level, what is the premise for the light diet? Well, you know, the sci-fi, as you said earlier, is actually not sci-fi anymore. It's here and now. This is science that is not fiction, but it is nonfiction, and it's all been proven. And I've gotten all the information I'm going to be giving you guys is uh, peer-reviewed medical research, scientific research that's out there. So, um, yeah, this is the here and now. And, you know, you made the comment, Desiree, about um, we eat food to make energy in our bodies. We use the food as fuel and we consume it. Well, light we don't eat, but we still consume. We consume it not through our mouth, but, you know, our body, our biology, um, we, as humans, we have something called uh, circadian rhythm, which I think most people may have heard of. And that's basically our 24-hour clock. Like a military clock is a 24-hour clock. And our biology runs off of a 24-hour clock with both day and night cycles. And that's called our circadian rhythm. And so, you know, each cycle is very important. And we consume light. Uh, let me just back up for a second. We consume light um, basically through our skin and our eyes. You know, obviously, if you go to the beach, your skin turns brown or red, right? You are consuming light through your skin, and it's having an effect on you. So we consume – we have receptors in our body in different places. They're called photoreceptors. Just like you're receiving photons of energy, you're receiving – light is energy, and they're called photons. So we receive these photons of energy into our body in various ways through these photoreceptors. And we have photoreceptors to receive light in our eyes. Okay. And obviously we have to, because if we didn't, we would not be able to see, we have an eye camera, right? We receive light. That light projects just like if you're in a movie theater and you're watching a movie and the projector behind you is projecting wavelengths of light onto a white screen in front of you and you see the image that's being projected. Well, when light is from the sun or from anywhere else comes into our eye, we have a light camera and those, that light goes to our retina in the back of our eye and forms an image. And so we have 
cells that receive this light. And if you're thinking of a movie screen, just behind that movie screen, okay, behind your eye, is some special cells. And the light penetrates through that into a, these special cells. And those special cells become what we call our master clock. So that master clock tells our entire body, our brain, because this is part of our brain, exactly what time of the day it is. And based on what time of the day it is in that 24-hour period, what it needs to do and what functions it needs to carry on with at that time of the day. Just like if you have a busy schedule, you look at your watch and you have a meeting at 8, a meeting at 9, you are aware of your clock, so you get to do what you're supposed to do. Well, this master clock is, is, tells your brain exactly what to do and when to do it. It's our master programmer. So just like your computer sitting on your desk, it's very, it can give you all the information you want and do anything, but it still has to be programmed. And so you have, to put in, you have to put the information in that you want as far as tell the computer what you want, and it will give it to you. And light works the same way. It goes through your retina into these specialized cells, and then it will, be your ma- it will, it will register in your master clock. And then your biology, all of the functions that your body has to do will move forward and go through those functions all day. So when I say circadian rhythm, again, it's a period of 24 hours. And so for that period of 24 hours, the first half, we'll, we'll, we'll say it starts at, at 6 a.m. since now 6 a.m. Is, is, is when it starts getting light. And then to 6 p.m., we'll call that the light period. And so the light at that time of the day, everybody sees the sunrise, and when the sun rises, it's not very bright. It's got a more of an orangish, yellowish, uh, you know, glow. And as it gets higher in the sky, um, it gets warmer and it gets um, more white, yellowish white, and then at the end of the day, it kind of sets. And then same thing, you get these beautiful sunsets. Mm-hmm. Well, the light from the sun is what we are supposed to see as humans in our eye to tell us what time of the day it is. And naturally, that light changes because you notice the sun goes from not very warm to pretty darn warm, and then it cools back down at the end of the day. And so that light is registered, and it's and, and, and this is I'm not going to get like I said we're going to keep this really simple. Um, starting when the light first appears, that light has a certain temperature, okay, that our eye registers with. And that temperature is what turns our motor on. And just as if you're getting in your car to start your engine in the morning, it's sitting in your garage. It's not warmed up. It's cold. And in order to get it going, you have to literally turn the ignition on. And when you see the sun rise or shortly thereafter, that is turning the engine on upstairs in your brain to start your day. And part of this circadian rhythm is a number of hormones that get released, that get produced, and hormones um, do different things in our body. So have you, are you guys familiar with cortisol? Yes. Okay. Does, does, do you guys have a perception on what cortisol might be or do in our bodies? Because we hear a lot of things about cortisol being a friend or a foe. Like I've heard things like cortisol makes you fat, gives you belly fat, oh, the stress hormone, you know, all of those things. Yes. Right? Yep, we're familiar. Okay. Cortisol also has a very okay. positive use too. Oh, it's absolutely positive. It's more of a friend than a foe. Because 
what, what happens as soon as part of our circadian rhythm, starting sometime around 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., cortisol starts to be secreted into our blood. It's made by the adrenal glands, okay? And it starts to be secreted. And that's what literally arouses you from sleep and wakes you up so that cortisol gets you up. And cortisol is what we call a circadian hormone. Cortisol rises and sets with the sun. So it spikes first thing in the morning because that's basically your hit of, you know, what most of us would take is caffeine or some sort of stimulant. Our natural stimulant is cortisol because what cortisol does, and it's very important, it rises with the sun, it's highest in the morning, it, it, it causes your, your liver to secrete glucose to give you energy, and it gives you everything you need to start your day, okay? So it's, when we go through our day, it's a catabolic hormone, meaning it, it gives us and breaks our body down to give us resources to make it through our day. And so without cortisol, you've heard of adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue. Those are yep. conditions when cortisol is drained from your system because too much of it is being secreted for various reasons. And so we don't want that to happen. And I'll give you one, one tip about cortisol. Cortisol is that hormone that starts very high. And by the time it's time to go to bed, it should be next to zero. It should be uh, negligent in, in, in your blood just a little bit. And, but, you know, from a diet standpoint, when we're talking about food, if you want to lose fat, lose body fat, cortisol and insulin, insulin, when you eat carbohydrates, your body puts insulin into your blood to manage those carbohydrates and take them and drive them into the cell so you can make energy, right, or use them for energy. But cortisol, first and foremost in the morning, takes that glucose that's already stored in your liver, so you don't really need glucose in the morning because now you're going to get a double dose. So whenever there's an, a, a, an insulin spike in the morning by eating carbohydrates, most of that will get stored in what we don't want it to be is body fat because we already have enough to get us through the first part of our day. So just a little tip along the way here. If you are looking to lose body fat and you want to get leaner, try to minimize or don't eat carbohydrates first thing in the morning, at least until noon, then you will, because you're getting a double dose. So that's, that's a little thing that I've been doing for quite a while now. And it's, and it works like a charm because you don't need that much food because we think we do, but we really don't. So, okay. Um, so that, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. If I can, I just want to jump in here yep. for a second because we've covered a lot yes. of ground and we do have some questions that we need to get to. But at, in a, in a, I guess the Cliff Notes version, I feel what I'm hearing is natural light is important because it triggers um, activities, biological activities in our body that will help us, you know, gain energy which can lead to losing weight or body fat, depending on how we structure our days, um, which in then in the long run, you know, natural light is just important to a lot of bodily functions because of the hormones that it helps our body to secrete. Correct. More or less. So in the, okay. No, that's correct. So, so, so just expanding on that just a little bit. So the most important part of all of our day for our hormones, because remember, our hormones um, are signaled from from light and our brain to to either be made, used, or shut down. So we're always in the process of making some hormones, releasing some hormones, shutting down some hormones. So it's a factory, right? And it's and it's happening. 
and light controls all of that. So in the first okay. four hours of, 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 of from sunrise to the first four hours, most of your hormones are made when triggered by that first four hours of sunlight. And it's gotcha. because of the, of, of the temperature of the sun that your body, your, your eyes pick up on is what hormones it tells it to either make, shut down, mm. or, re, or release in your body. So if you don't get natural light, and this is natural light, okay, from the sun. Mm-hmm. If you don't get natural light, then whatever, when four hours passes, Whatever's made, that's all you get for the day. If you only get half a tank, yeah, well, you've got to get through your day on whatever you made in that four hours. Okay? That's why some people don't make it to the end of the day with, with much energy, and other people fly through the day. It depends how you start your day. Okay? And, yeah, and, and I mean, in those that, four hours. That, I was just going to say, that makes a lot of sense, especially, you know, and especially in the winter months when you have sad or seasonal affective disorder, you're waking up in mm-hmm. the dark, you're driving to work in the dark, and then you're just surrounded by artificial light. That's the only light that your body is really receiving. And so if what you're saying is, is that natural light and um, the temperature of that natural light that our eye picks up on triggers hormone or hormone, yeah, hormone, hormone creation. If you don't get that exposure to natural light, then your body cannot produce everything that you need. So in your car analogy, if you only get a half a tank of gas, you're only going to get half as far. So if you don't have the full level of hormone production, your energy is not going to carry you as far through the day as if you did have that exposure to the natural light to encourage that hormone production and energy production. So that, I mean, that is totally a different way of, of looking at this. Right. And so just like, and that's why I call this the light diet because we consume food, but we also consume light, both natural and artificial, but just in a different way through these photoreceptors. And let, yes. me just, um, em- let me just emphasize the light I'm talking about right now from, the, from natural light. That, remember, the, you all know the colors of the rainbow, right? There's seven colors in the rainbow. Those come from if yep. you take a prism and you put it up against the window and sunlight goes in, it breaks it down into all the colors that are actually in the sun. And there's seven of them. So the color I'm talking about right now is the blue. And we've all heard of blue light and why maybe blue light's not that good at night for sleep and for some other things. So everything we've covered so far is strictly based on the blue light from the sun, okay? Okay. There's all the other colors. Red light does something totally different, and we'll talk about that because that's where it makes energy in your cells and 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 it helps build muscle and it helps create other types of energy. So. But right now, we want to get our master clock on the right time, and we want to make sure that we're making the hormones that we need to make from the natural blue to start your day. And literally, it doesn't mean you have to be outside for four hours. What it means is you need to be in your eyes in connection with the sky, not through a window. It, it, It gets, believe it or not, gets blocked through a window, the glass blocks it. That's why sunglasses aren't a good idea. I posted on that, and we we can talk further in depth about that at some point. But it has to be outdoors, and it only has to be literally a few seconds to a few minutes. You don't have to spend a lot of time. If you're driving in your car, I know it's cold where you guys are, roll down the window a little bit to let the natural light come in. It doesn't have to be straight. You don't have to be looking at it. It just has to be have access to your face. So that is enough. Yeah, that is enough to get you going. And then if you can then, during that four-hour period, spend a a minute or two again doing the same thing throughout that four-hour period here and there, that will give you and put your clock on the right time. Because it's every time you see it, it's it's telling your clock in your behind your eyes what to do. 
Um, and so that's natural light. And I like to compare natural light to natural food, right? We all mm-hmm. not disagree. We've already talked about it. Natural food that's or hopefully organic and um, uh, non-GMO, less yeah. pesticides, that's much, much better than eating processed, chemically yeah. altered food. We would not really debate that, right? And no, so when you, when you Right. So when you're looking at light, light is the same thing. Natural light from the sun, which grows our natural food, by the way, right, gives it everything it needs yep. through photosynthesis, is, is akin to natural food as artificial light that we all now live under is akin to artificially processed food. I call artificial light fake light, like we call processed food fake food, right? And yeah. the and here and, and when we're talking about the blue light, here's the big challenge why they differ so much and why one is mandatory for optimal health and one will take you to a much lower level of of health more uh, in the illness range which is fake light or artificial light because all of the lighting that we currently use in the state of California everything's banned except for LED and fluorescent now so LED light doesn't look like the old Edison bulbs does it LED light no. is what color bright bright white right Yep. The old yep. incandescent bulbs look more like the sun, right? Because the old incandescent light bulbs that we used to use have all seven wavelengths of light that the sun has. And you notice they get really hot. Do LED lights mm-hmm. get hot? No. no. LED lights don't get hot at all. You can put your fingers on them. You can... So what we thought was a good idea um, for our pocketbook, because it saves energy, and it's, it's more, um, less costly in the long run because they last longer. But yeah. all an LED light is, is it's one wavelength from the sun. You know what wavelength that is? Blue. And so now <sighs> when we have an LED light or a fluorescent light, LED especially is just the blue wavelength. It doesn't have all the other colors in it. So here's the problem. The sun changes its color temperature from sunrise to sunset, and that's what runs your clock, okay? Oh, okay. The artificial light is manufactured at only one color temperature, and it's manufactured to represent one time of the day, 12 o'clock noon, because it's the brightest time of the day. So these LED lights are all manufactured at a color temperature, which the sun is at at noon. And so when you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and you put on your computer, you look at your phone, you put on your television, all of those devices are backlit with what? LED lights. Blue light. Okay, everything yeah, blue light. Blue light. So when you're now looking at 6 o'clock in the morning, oh, let's say 7 o'clock when the sun is just rising and the color temperature of the sun is 1,800, we'll just call it 1,800, okay? We won't have to get worried about measure uh, units. It's 1800. Well, the color temperature of your phone, your device, your computer is 5500. So now, what does the brain think? The brain thinks that it's, it's noon. noon, and it's and it's like, oh darn, I I slept, I overslept. So what does it try to do? Fast forward to noon. What happened to the first four hours from sunrise till 11 a.m.? You kind of miss out on, on all that. Yeah, you Bingo. miss out on all those hormones. Yeah, gotcha. Correct. All right. So right? It's, 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 becoming, it's becoming clear. <laughs> it's becoming clear. Good. But before we get too much further, I know we're on a roll, but before we get too much further, we've got a ton of questions we have to get to, and they're kind of all over the board. So we're just going to, uh, you know, have to do our best to, to stay on task okay. and move with it. But they're, they're good questions. So, this one's from Ricky. So we're talking about light. We're talking about natural light exposure. But, um, you know, you've already clarified for us that this does not require us for us to be, you know, 
indirectly in the sun's rays for a long period of time. It's really just letting natural eyes, natural light into our eyes where we have those photoreceptors that you were talking about. But Ricky's question is, does this lighting issue help those that might be at risk for different cancers? Could it be harmful? Um, so as long as humans have been on the planet, um, we've had natural light. And so the, the sun is not harmful. So the dose makes the toxin. When we're talking about natural light, it's natural for humans to be in nature under the influence of natural light 24-7. Not that we're in the direct sunlight. You know, we have shade. We just have to have it present around us when it's up. So it's not it, – it, it's very beneficial for all disease processes because only when you have natural light will you have all of the mechanisms that your biology can use to make you ultimately healthy by making your equipment run properly. So natural light is the it's, – it's your best multivitamin, and it's your best vaccine against any disease. Oh, wow. all, all research shows – that all incidence of cancer is diminished the more sun, natural sunlight you're in the presence of. And as a, and as a okay. great example, here's a quick, here's a really quick example. Um, do you know where the, because most people think that um, skin cancer is caused by the sun. I'm not saying you can't get it, but more we now know skin cancer is caused more by artificial light than natural light. And if you look at where the skin cancer is at its greatest, uh, the most cases per capita, two states, Maine and Washington. So try to explain that when it comes to sunlight. Those places, people are indoors more than they're outdoors under artificial light. Huh. Now that is something I've never heard before, so I find that interesting. Definitely worth taking another look at, that's for sure. That's for sure. Right. See that? You know, you get food for thought on different things every single day. Every single day. Absolutely. And you get food from light. That's right. So I guess, Ricky, long story short, um, this light diet that he's talking about is it, there should be nothing potentially harmful there for us. We are made to be in natural light. And again, this is more about your eye receptors taking it in versus your skin, although your skin does absorb or consume light, as Dr. P uh, was talking to us earlier about. Um, This next question is from Sam, and she says, and I feel like this is something that you're going to get into here in a little bit, how would this help with muscle development, and how much more beneficial is it to growth of muscle in general? It's massively important, and that's where red light comes into play. But let me just say this about the blue light we're talking about. So the blue light in the morning um, allows the cortisol to be released, right? And cortisol, remember, is your hormone that breaks everything down. Well, if you aren't careful – well, let me me back up. Cortisol is – and here's another – here's something that nobody else knows either – Every hormone in your body that we're talking about, testosterone to build muscle, growth hormone to build muscle, thyroid hormone to speed your metabolism up, um, all melatonin to help you sleep, every hormone, cortisol, you know what's made? I'll give you guys a wild guess. Do you know what every um, hormone is made from in your body? Fat. I don't know. Any ideas? (laughs) Cholesterol. 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 That's all, all hormones are made from cholesterol. It's the base of every hormone. Cholesterol gets converted to something called pregnenolone. alone. We don't have to worry about that. And then that gets converted. We call it the mother hormone. It makes every so single other hormone in your body called pregnenolone. alone. And what yes. happens though, cortisol is so important in your body um, that it takes precedence over any other hormone. So if you need to make a lot of cortisol because you have a stressful day, it's a stress hormone, 
then and if you are looking at blue light at night, because remember, at night, cortisol is supposed to be low. But when light is high, cortisol is high. So if you're looking at your computer at 10 o'clock at night, are you supposed to be sleeping or it's noon? Because your computer says it's noon, then you are going to have a lot of cortisol. When you have cortisol at night, now when you go into your anabolic phase, which is sleep, right, rest, relax, recover, from your breakdown that day, that's your anabolic phase where your body spikes testosterone, growth hormone, melatonin to help build muscle. You worked out that day. You need to build it and recover it so you can build it even stronger the next day, right? But if you're looking at fake light at night secreting cortisol, that blunts the anabolic phase at night so you don't go through the anabolic phase properly and you don't spike growth hormone and testosterone. And you need those to build muscle, right? So that is how hormones are going to create or not create muscle and how light, artificial light, will take muscle away from you because you don't get a chance to go through your anabolic phase. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm going to jump in because, you know, they always say that you should, you know, turn off your phone, turn off your television, you know, do not, not to view anything with a blue light at least 45 minutes to an hour before you go to bed. So in the context of what you were just talking about with our clocks being, um, our master clocks being messed up because of all the blue light we're taking in from our from our devices, does that make a difference at all of when you stop exposing yourself to blue light? Does that hour before bedtime, will that actually help if you aren't looking at your phone or the television? So the, 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 the standard rule is when the sun sets, there should not be any more blue light in your world. Okay. That's so that's not going to happen in our, okay. So, the game is you need to deflect as much blue light as possible once the sun sets because our clock, our, our circadian biology, remember, cortisol rises and sets with the sun. So when cortisol, when the sun sets, cortisol should be setting so your anabolic phase can begin. So if the sun sets at 6 o'clock, and you're going to bed at 11, and you're looking at stuff until 10, that's four hours of cortisol spiking. That's going to really mess you up as far as your anabolic phase goes. So what you try to do is you try to mitigate blue light. So what I personally do is they – and you may have heard of computer glasses. They're basically – glasses that block blue light, okay? They made them for eye strain. You get eye strain because blue light causes, artificial blue light causes damage to your eye cells and, it, and, and you feel eye strain. So yes, you need to block the blue. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of filters on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you have night shift. If you have a Android, there's a blue light filter or blocker. There is on your computer, you can download an app called hey, Dr. Iris, Dr. like the iris of your eye, right? Dr. You Dr. can – you yes. Yeah, a quick question. Uh, this, this night shift, uh, we got a lot of listeners with iPhones, uh, but they're yeah. not too familiar with these phones. So do you know how to get to that where they can do that right now as we're listening? Absolutely. Yes. So go to settings on your okay. phone. Okay. Um, Scroll down to display and brightness. Okay. Okay. Click on that. Mm-hmm. And then depending on what, what model you have, you should, you should then scroll down a little bit and it should say night shift. Yeah, it sure does. It? Mm-hmm. Okay. Click on, you click on night shift and um, then you can schedule it. And when you do, um, you will see that your phone will change. Now, depending on what model you have, okay? Um, What Mm -hmm. I do is I put it on, I schedule it from like 
11 from from 12 a.m. Mid, so from midnight to be on until you can't do it for 24 hours, but you can do it for 23 hours and 59 minutes in 59 minutes. So I schedule it from 12 a.m. until 11:59 p.m. So it only goes off for one minute, but you're asleep, so it doesn't matter. That's how yeah. I do it. You can do it in there from sunrise to sunset, but at sunset. You you don't or, – or sunset to sunrise, you can have it, but you don't want it on during the day because it's not 12 o'clock noon all day when you're looking at your phone. Mm-hmm. So that's how you um, that's how you do it. And some the new phones – I have an iPhone 10. You can do a dark background or a light background where it says appearance, and um, it will give you a dark background. Instead of a white background, when you're looking at certain apps, it will be a black background with light so that – the dark background knocks out most of your uh, blue light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so I that's say, uh, uh, with the way you described it, it's really easy. Uh, I'm going to see if the listeners uh, were able to keep up, but that was very well explained and uh, perfect to it. So guys, if you, if you're having trouble, he can say it again, but I'm telling you, I was able to go as fast as he was saying, and it was really easy to do. So uh, go ahead and, and go. Go ahead, Dr. B. Okay. So um, so what I try to do is I have night shift on my phone. I have – there is a company. There's two companies. Um, there's one that makes these computer glasses. You can get these things on Amazon really cheap for 10 or 12 bucks. They're not as – they don't block as much of the blue light out, but they're better than nothing. Um, and then there's another company that's really good. Um, I, they don't pay me or anything. I don't uh, – you know – they're, they're one of two companies that I like. One is called Blue, B-L-U, and then B-L-O-X, Blue Blocks. They have a Facebook page you can go on where they give all kinds of great information. It's called uh, – just go on Facebook and search the group Light and Health. Mm-hmm. And the president of that company, he, they post about 10 things a day on that. And um, just really great information. And then there's another company called Raw Optics, R-A, and then O-P-T-I-C-S. Both of those are great companies that make glasses that block the blue light at all, during the day mm-hmm. and at night. Okay? So you can go and search those because you do want to manage – you have to manage the artificial light just like you have to manage your consumption of of junk food, right? You're going to have a yes. little bit of it, but you get too much of it and it's, and you're going to be really ill really fast. So it's the same thing with light and artificial blue light is the worst. Okay. Yeah. Uh, out of, out so of all the sources of light. I'm sorry. I said, so it's good at times and bad at times. The uh, artificial or natural? Uh, the artificial. The artificial is never good. Um, okay. It's it's never it's never okay. Let me take that back. Artificial blue is never good because it's always okay. lying to you. Okay. It's like somebody that's always right. lying to you and never telling you the truth. Okay. If that's good, oh, then okay. Wow. But it's it's usually not. Okay. <laughs> Natural okay. light never lies to you. Natural light is always telling you the truth. And your biology is doesn't know the difference between a lie and the truth. Your biology is going to respond to what it's under the influence of, and that's it. It can't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna say, "Oh, this is artificial." It can't be right. It's gonna go with what you give it. So you want to maximize artificial, minimize um, artif- You want to maximize natural and minimize artificial when it comes to blue light. Okay, and I, and I want to stress blue light because. Red light is a little different, and you can supplement red light with natural red light, just like you're going to supplement a vitamin supplement with your food. But we won't, what we may have to do is we may have to do another show and just cover red light because red's vitally important for many things, but it's very important to get the blue story of blue light straight so that you can get your circadian mm-hmm. biology working appropriately because ultimately if you don't get your circadian biology on the right track, 
everything will be messed up, no matter what you do okay. with red light. All right. Yep. And I, I think that's okay. a good, that's actually a good strategy. So if we can twist your arm to come back and do red light on a separate show, that would be great because we still have tons yeah, of we'll, questions to get through in yeah, about 15 we'll minutes to do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This one yeah, we'll is from Linda. Okay. Awesome. Um, she's saying all this stuff has been with us since the dawn, pun intended, of time. Why isn't this information more available to keep us and our children healthy sooner? It is available. Um, you just have to look. In well, fortunately or unfortunately, it's available when you get on your artificially blue lit device and look for it. Um, <laughs> isn't that the truth? Okay. All right, but but that has made it accessible to all of us. In the past, there was it was very hard to access this information. There are many, many, many outlets. So that's why I led you to the Light and Health Group. That okay. is a great resource for how important light is and how to use light in your favor for your health, uh, natural light versus artificial light and consuming a diet of fast food all day. Okay, so mm-hmm. that is so. So it is. It is available. The problem is, um, we, it's tech, our our our, our um, uh, economy is technology is tech driven, right? And so tech is what makes all the money, and everybody's enamored with it. And mm-hmm. it's the new it's the new smoking in the 50s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Smoking was in style. Medical doctors were we're doing commercials about smoking. This is where yeah. we're at now. This is this is the new smoking is um, artificial light in the artificial wavelengths of of magnetic fields of of technology. How damaging they are to us. It took our government forty years to do something about it once they figured it out. But if you really think about it, if they admit that it's a problem, they're going to have to do something right now. And right now, our government is tech driven. So um, we can't we can't do it, but just be aware that this is what will happen. It will be straightened out, but it may take twenty or thirty years, and <laughs> you don't want to wait till then to, to save yourself no. right now from a lot of the dangers. Just like smoking, people didn't really think about it, and then it was too late. They smoked for thirty or forty years, and then they all, you know, we have all these problems. So, yep. so mm-hmm. this is the new smoking. Okay. Oh wow. So I would say though, too, part of and if Linda, if I can throw this in here, is part of it too is you have to know what to look for. And maybe she's been aware of this, but I know that, you know, there are a lot of people that really aren't in tune to what blue light, red light is, or how it actually impacts our body. We know we need to be out in the sunlight, but, you know, we might just think it's for vitamin D or to give us a youthful glow or something like that, not tying into, you know, our Arcadian, our bodily clock. Um, and, and hormone development and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, this is virtually, even though, you know, knowledge of this has probably been around since the dawn, this is still virtually an unknown area And because we just don't know what we don't know. We hear about blue light only because I can go on my cell phone and turn down my blue light on my phone, and you hear rumblings that blue light's not good, but we really don't know why, you know, not to mm-hmm. at least this extent. So. Believe it or not, um, the information is out there, and believe it or not, you can go on YouTube and you can look at all kinds of government Senate, um, local government hearings about blocking cell towers, about about all of these problems, because it's light and energy. We won't talk about that side of it, but it, but it's all of these things that are detrimental to us. So if you want to find out more information, also just go on YouTube search circadian rhythm, you'll get a million different um, YouTube videos of very smart people. Go to TED Talks. I don't know if you know what TED Talks are. TED Talks are really yeah. smart yeah. people talking about yeah. stuff. Go go to TED Talk circadian rhythm, and you will get the smartest people on the planet talking about this stuff, okay? So it's being talked mm-hmm. about everywhere. It's just that it's not being talked about um, on unless you know where to look in our gut. Yes. Like I said, there's, I think there's a lot of censor, I don't want to say censorship, but the, the information Restrictive. isn't, it's out, it's, 
it's yeah, it it it, it kind of is. You have to you don't have to look hard. Just put it that way. Just go and go on Light and Health on Facebook, Google Circadian Rhythm. Go on any if you listen to any podcast. I've podcasted about this. I've I've listened to numerous podcasts about this. It's it's all over the place. All you got to do is put those keywords in on on any social media or any uh, YouTube or Google, and you'll find plenty of information. And there you have it, folks. Another reason why we talk about things like this so we can all become aware and broaden our horizons. So um, I am going to move us along here, though. This next question is from James. He's asking, what about on cloudy days does this play a factor into our clocks? Absolutely not. It does not. Um, the clouds are just vapor, and the blue light penetrates through the clouds. So we do get um, access to blue light. It does block some of the other, the red and the ultraviolet and some of the others to an extent, but we always get the light through our atmosphere, through the clouds. So, um, no, cloudy or clear day, um, my habit, I'm out at sunrise every single morning outside grounding to the earth, and I'm seeing the sunrise. That's getting my biology started. That's, you know, that's my every day, seven day a week. My mentor, who's a neurosurgeon, said you should never miss another sunrise for the rest of your life because that's what gets your gas tank filled for the day when you start in that manner. Okay. okay, very good there. You just gave my husband another reason to want to move to Texas. Um, here we go. This next <laughs> one is from Neil. I know, so we can be outside grounding and seeing the sunrise every month of the year. All right, this next question from Neil. He says, I work a swing shift. How can I keep my biorhythms more attuned to what you guys are discussing? Okay, so working a swing shift is not as bad as working graveyard. Every single research study shows that the um, mortality rate for working a graveyard shift is um, average uh, lifespan is about 58 to 62 years. Oh, you no. get chronic diseases, yes, very, very, very fast because what are you doing all night? You're under the influence of artificial blue light. And yep. so what are you doing during the day? You're not sleeping as much as you should. So swing is not as bad because you still get up and you can still see the sunrise. Swing is usually like 3 to 11, right, or 4 to 12 or something like that. So basically all you do, it's, it's not a lot different. You get – you almost have an advantage in some ways because you have more time to the first four hours from sunlight and after to have access to natural light because you don't have to be in work. And you can get home early enough to get a decent night's sleep. So there's really no excuse for not getting some of the benefits. It's just towards the end of your shift, if you have some blue blocking glasses, you just, you just deflect as much blue light as you can so that you then don't deter your anabolic phase when you do get home and get to bed. So that you would just have to work on um, that side of it. Okay, very good. Thank you, Neil. I hope that helps. Next one is from Calvin. He's saying, so, tinted windows are a bad thing for overall health? Question mark. Uh, windows are a bad thing for overall health because, like I said earlier, the <laughs> blue light does not penetrate. So, windows over your eyes as in sunglasses, if you go and look on my doctor face, I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I guess I don't know if I've given you my doctor Facebook page because I do put a lot of things on that page, and I just posted something on there. And it's warning about the health um, risks of wearing sunglasses. And um, it's my doctor Facebook page is dr, like Dr. Dr. Peter DC. And uh, I believe that's will we'll get you to my doctor Facebook page. Dr. Peter J. C. I. C. H. O. N. S. K. I. I just posted on that, and I do post a lot of this research on there. But you can find a lot of this stuff on some of these other uh, links I also uh, I told you about. And also on my Instagram, you can follow me at Dr. Peter Trahansky. Um, I was at the beach this past weekend um, and swimming in the ocean and absorbing blue light and grounding and, and red light and purple light and grounding to the earth. And I, and I, I wrote a nice um, 
post on um, all of what I was doing that day and how it applied and how it helped my health in many in all the different ways from from vitamin D to 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 um, synthesizing muscle to mitigating getting sick and getting the flu. All of these things have a benefit when you expose yourself to natural light because, like I said earlier, natural light is your best multivitamin and it's your best vaccine against anything. Gotcha. Very good. Okie dokie, Smokey. Let's get to the next one. Uh, I lost my place here. Sorry, Calvin. I hope that was helpful. This one's from Sarah. How can the regulations and safety standards be so far behind the times with this information? And I, and I kind of feel like, based on what you've shared, Dr. Peters, that, you know, money talks. And we're a technology-driven world, and we don't want to call call you know call a lot of attention to something that uh you know puts a shadow over our technology exactly you're 100 percent correct yeah there are a lot there's a lot of pushback right now a, a lot of pushback by the general public who's gaining more knowledge about it and that's what it's going to take it's going to take a, a grassroots of everybody understanding a little bit about this stuff to get momentum going that's how organic foods became more standard. Remember when organic food just came, first came out? Nobody bought it. It was too expensive, but nobody understood yep. how bad GMO foods could be with all the pesticides and all of the glyphosate and all the other stuff. But now you can find organic food everywhere. It's a little pricier, but your health depends on it. And yes. it's, it's, and, and it's the same thing with, with, with what we're talking about today with circadian biology and circadian rhythms. Our circadian biologies have been what they've been since the, the dawn of, 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 of us on the earth, that hasn't changed. What's changed is in the last 200 years, the advent of, of light and electricity, which our biology can't handle. It's too, pop, it's too strong for it. And now we're trying to figure out how we can now live in a modern world that we've created without the detriment and still be healthy. And that's the dilemma. Hmm. And a dilemma it is. Okay, last question here from Kathy, taking us back to our cortisol conversation. And this could probably be a whole show by itself, Kathy, but Dr. Peter, hopefully you've got a a short and sweet something for her that will help. She's saying, okay, this cortisol thing has my body all kinds of messed up. How can it be a good thing? My anxiety is worsened with it. Okay, really quick. Um, cortisol is originally supposed to be um, a, an acute stress hormone. When you were chased by a lion, cortisol spikes so that you would survive. Our okay. modern world, being chased by a lion today is being stuck in traffic. It's people in a hurry, yes. people impatient. It's the stress that we live in. So cortisol has become a chronically released hormone that it's never intended to be. So whenever you have a physical stress, working out secretes cortisol. It's a stress, but it's a hermetic stress. It's a positive mm-hmm. stress. Mental stress, when somebody stresses you out, releases cortisol. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is perceive stress, and you get a cortisol release. I'm writing right now about cortisol for Iron Man magazine. I'm doing a whole thing on cortisol and how we can manage it, how we can control it. So we'll have to do a whole separate show on that because that is a big topic, but it's vitally important that we get our cortisol right. and you can do a cortisol test with your doctor, ask them to do a 24-hour cortisol cycle test, a rhythm test, where you do saliva samples. You do it at home. I do it in my office. You take five saliva samples, and it shows your cortisol throughout the day, first thing in the morning till the time you go to bed. And if that's messed up, that's where you start. And then there's many things that you can do to straighten it out. Okay? Biofeedback, meditation, breath work. All of those things are beneficial for getting your brain frequencies down to a less stressful state. There's all kinds of different things you can do. All right. Very good. Including like that. Earthing and grounding. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Including earthing and grounding. Is yes. Massively important because it creates a little buffer around you from a lot of the stress that we have coming at us from things I haven't Good even point. talked about yet. Good point. And so if you if you can create a buffer, if you sleep with a grounded mattress pad, you create a buffer around you 
from all of this stuff attacking you at night so you can be in a parasympathetic, rest, relax, recover, anabolic state. All of that helps with everything we talked about today. Yes. And again, check the archives about the grounding and the sleep mat. But we, we're, we're out of time for today. So that's, that's what the uh, bummer <laughs> of this is. But I'm just going to say here, mind's blown. I kind of feel Brett, I only knew about the childhood game, red light, green light, dynamite, blue. So now I'm looking at the uh, lights, of uh, the colors of the rainbow and the spectrums of light a little differently than we did before. Um, yeah, Dr. Peter, if we can have you back in the future to talk about red light, because we're already getting lots of buzz and questions about that on the back end. Um, and we yep. can also have a cortisol discussion. I think our listeners would greatly appreciate it. We need to. Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. All right. So there absolutely. you go, guys. On behalf of all of the, uh, Arcadian, uh, cycle, lovers out there <laughs> and those who are now attuned into blue light and want to know more about red light. Kaylin, Snickerdoodle, shout out. Well, I know that uh, red light probably works better with Snickerdoodle. Uh, red light makes uh, everything work better. Red light makes yeah, everything absolutely. work better. On behalf of uh, Dr. Peter, the boys from P4P Muscle, Kaylin, and myself, your body is a temple, right, so let's build it. 